Welcome to Time of Restoration broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. I often like to, you know, uh, speak about the fact that this is a day that God designed for each of us to give us the opportunity to bless his name, to worship him, to magnify his name, to give him thanks for all of his goodness and for everything that he has done for you and for me. We welcome you today uh, to Time of Restoration broadcast. And this morning, I'm going to start uh, with Psalms 85, and it reads as follows. Lord, thou hast been favorable unto thy land. Thou hast brought back the captivity of Jacob. Thou hast forgiven the iniquity of thy people. Thou hast covered all their sin. Thou hast taken away all thy wrath. Thou hast turned thyself from the fierceness of thine anger. Turn us, O God, of our salvation, and cause thy anger towards us to cease. Wilt thou be angry with us forever? Wilt thou draw out that anger to all generations? Wilt thou not revive us again, that thy people may rejoice in thee? Show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak. For he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints. But let them not turn again to folly. Surely his salvation is nigh them that fear him. That glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring out of the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. Yea, the Lord shall give that which is good, and our land shall yield her increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and shall set us in the way of his steps. So we just thank God for the reading of Psalms 85. This is a Psalms uh, that the writer was actually asking God to revive his people, you know, bringing them back to a refreshing spiritual life. And God wants to revive us today. He wants to revive his churches. He wants to revive, revive the body of Christ. You know, uh, he wants to revive families. 
as as the psalm writer cries out for God's intervention, he paints a beautiful picture of of what God can do for those who put uh, love into action. You see, love is the key. The Bible says the way the world will know that we are Christ's disciples is because of the love that we have one for another. So love is the key point. Uh, this, this psalm illustrates how love, truth, and godly living lead to God's blessings of peace. So we just thank God for this psalms, you know, and I like the verses where it talked about um, where uh, I'm going to switch over back to Psalms 85, where it says, mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. I'm going to read that same verse in the New Living Translation. And that verse says in verse 10, unfailing love and truth have met together and righteousness and peace have kissed. And when you think about unfailing love, you think about the love that God has for us, unconditional love, you know. Some people will only love you when you they're, you're doing the things they want you to do, but when it comes to any kind of differences, they don't particularly, you know, love you. So we just thank God for that scripture. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give your name praise and glory and honor. We thank God for the privilege that we have that we can enter into your most holy of holies, not with timidity, but with, with boldness, to pray, to ask for help, and to obtain mercy. Lord, we ask in today, we are praying for the world's conditions. Lord, there's so much chaos, so much murder, and so much hatred, so much strife, God, in the world today. And God, we're lifting up your people everywhere. Lord, those that, that are hopeless today, those that are homeless, those that are uh, addicted and to uh, alcohol and drugs and so many things and so many vices, Lord, we're lifting up your people. We're asking that you will send forth laborers. We are praying to the Lord of the harvest. The Lord of the harvest is Jesus Christ. We know that the laborers, the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. And Lord, there are people today that are tired and sick and tired of where they are. And they don't realize that their hope is in you. So God, we are praying for laborers. We are praying that you would raise up laborers to go into the vineyard, to go into the world, to share the good news of Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that everlasting life is life eternal, eternal life. And Lord, today we're lifting up leaders of nations all over the world. We are praying for our president. We are praying for our Congress, our Senate, our local mayors and governors. 
And God, we are praying today for the body of Christ and for pastors and for uh, those, oh God, leaders, oh God, that are just destroyed and just have grown weary. Lord, we are praying that the people of God will not grow weary and well-doing, but in due season they will reap if they faint not. Lord, let them never get tired of doing good and doing the things that are right, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Because in due season, they shall reap if they faint not. So, Lord, today we are praying for restoration, our local assembly. We are praying for our assistant pastor. We are praying for our ministerial staff, the deacon board, for every auxiliary of the church, every member, Lord. We are thanking you, O God, for increase, and we are thanking you, O God, for what you are doing at 403 Andrews Road. For, Lord, we want our church to be a beacon in the community, a lighthouse, that people can come in and be saved and set free and delivered. God, today we are coming against the spirit of rage and murder. Lord, we are praying for victims of day and night. We are coming against the spirit of abortion. And we are coming against the spirit of suicide and sex trafficking, Lord. Make a way of an escape. Free people, Lord, from their bondages, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just thank you for your goodness and for your mercies. And Lord, we are asking today that you would t touch the elderly, those that are on our prayer list, God. We are lifting up each one. Every request, God, you know who they are. We are praying for Mother Gilbert. We are praying for uh, Sister Janet Caleb. And we are praying for those on our prayer list, oh God, that are in, that have various needs. And Lord, we thank you that you shall move by your divine intervention in every situation. And for that, we are so grateful, Lord. And we give your name the praise, the glory, the honor belongs to you always. In Jesus' name, we pray for Mother Gilbert. We are asking that you would touch her body. We are praying for the peace of Jerusalem. We are praying, oh God, for persecuted saints. And we are praying for the war-torn area of Ukraine and Nigeria, where so many Christians are being murdered. And Lord, we're just thanking you today for your goodness. And Lord, all the areas that people have been uh, affected by storms and tornadoes, God, we are asking that you would intervene and make a way for them, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. And we'll give your name the praise. The glory belongs to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I thank God that I was able to finish a series on walking. And uh, last week I finished that series. And today... I'm going to start a new series uh, on joy, on joy. I think it was in Nehemiah that says the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. When we don't have joy, when we don't have strength, and that is God's strength, we don't have joy. And when you find yourself without joy, you have to now examine yourself in light of, you know, your relationship with the Lord. You know, when was the last time that you shared the good news and the gospel of Jesus Christ? 
when was the last time you got into his word and and let his word speak to you and 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 instruct you and direct you you know um a lot of times we think about joy and people try try to connect joy and happiness you know in the same box but that is not the situation now the definition of joy is the emotion of great delight or happiness caused by something exceptionally good or satisfying keen pleasure it's elation you know and when we think about joy when we think about happiness and we think about joy happiness is determined by happenings whatever things are happening you know determines a person's joy you know if things are happening that you want to happen you know that you know gives you good feelings and uh giving you the desires of your heart and and things that are happening that you know makes you happy but you can have things happening and yet not have joy so today we want to talk about you know the biblical definition of joy the biblical definition of joy now the biblical joy can be a confusing thing especially since it's something that doesn't come just in the best of times because it is dependent on who Jesus is and God's presence in us as the Holy Spirit biblical biblical joy is accessible to us even in the worst of times and it can never be taken away from us so John 16 uh, verse 22 says so also you have sorrow now but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take your joy from you you see when you are born again and you love the Lord you know things could be happening around you that does not bring joy but yet you might be in the midst of chaos you might be in the midst of the worst grief or things could many things could be going on you could be having relationship problems problems in your marriage uh, uh problems in your finances whatever it is but in spite of what's going on you still can have the joy of the lord that's in your heart and 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 the thing about joy is that it comes from god it comes from that relationship with him it comes through having the holy spirit indwelled in you to be your a comforter to be your helper to be your guide to be your instructor that's what joy will do for you it's not based on what's happening you can have the most you can be in the most chaotic situation but yet you have joy down in your soul in spite of what's happening around you so Philippians 4 and 4 it says rejoice in the Lord always again I will say rejoice 
So the Lord wants us to rejoice when we're going through, when we're in the middle of something, when we've just come out of something or a great trial. He wants us to be joyful. We often sing the song, this joy that I have. The world didn't give it to me and the world will not take it away. We have to stand on God's promises, stand on his word and trust him in the midst of everything that's happening and stand on his word and be joyful. Rejoice again. He says, again, I say rejoice. So we just thank God for the fact that the Lord wants us to be joyful, joyful. There is a big difference between joy and happiness. Happiness, happiness is a reaction to something great. Joy is the product of, of someone great. <laughs> and the person that's great is Jesus. When he lives on the inside of us, when he indwells us, you know, we are not moved by what we see, what we hear, how we feel. Because we know the joy of the Lord is our strength. When we have joy in Jesus, when we have a relationship with him, it doesn't matter what's going on. We're going to have joy, joy, joy. The Bible talks about the fact that in the presence of God is the fullness of joy. The fullness of joy. Every day we come to him for grace and he is faithful to give us grace upon grace, upon grace. When we are quick to confess and forgive, we can move forward in the freedom of a repentant life in Christ and we can maintain our joy. Hallelujah. Yeah, I think it was Job that says, I know that my Redeemer lives. And that in the end, he will stand, he will stand on earth. You know, Job was going through. He, he was, he, I mean, he, he had many trials and many heartaches. And he had asked a question, you know, uh, if man die, you know, will he, you know, if, if man should die, would he, would he, I believe it was, would he rise again? And then he also talked about the fact that, you know, that was before knowing about the resurrection. But he, he knew that if a man died, he was going to live again. He, 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 he knew that without a shadow of a doubt. And he said that, he asked the question, you know, do my Redeemer live in? He says, I know. In fact, he says, I know. He didn't ask. He said, I know that my Redeemer lives. And that in the end, he will stand on the earth. He, he knew that if he were to die, that he would, you know, see Christ, see God, and know uh, 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 that uh, all the things that he was experiencing was not just for naught. So we thank God because we want to have that joy. We want to live joy. We want to express our joy in thanksgiving. Galatians 
5.22 reads, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We are not able to activate any of those things in any sustaining circumstances without the very Spirit of God in us. He is the source of our joy, which makes it impossible to suppress it. Ah, when you have the Spirit of God living on the inside of you, remembering who God is and what he has done for us in the past, just refocusing our thoughts and to align with his truth and choosing to be grateful and praise God even in tough times is powerful. It ignites the very Spirit of God living in every believer. So we know that the fruit of the Spirit includes joy. Joy. Hallelujah. <laughs> it says the thief comes, John 10, 10. <laughs> the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it in full. And the new King, I mean, the King James says, and to have it more abundantly. And that life is a God kind of life. And that word uh, life there, it, it's, it's zoe. And, and, that, and that word zoe in the Greek means a God kind of life. So the thief comes to kill. He comes to steal. He comes to destroy. But Jesus says, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Now, if you have a, an abundant life, you're definitely going to have a life loaded with joy, with excitement <laughs> about the things of God. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Just remember, no strength, no joy. No strength, no joy. No peace, no joy. No peace, no joy. Psalm 16 and 11 says, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there's fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. The joy of the Lord. Romans 15 and 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. The good news is that you don't have to do this on your own. The Holy Spirit is your helper and wants to guide you into all grace and truth 
and joy as you read through scriptures. So we thank God because this is a season that we are approaching and a lot of people, you know, they don't have and they're not experiencing joy because of loss, because of losing loved ones. But I just want you to know that God is the God of all comfort and in spite of your loss, you can have joy down in the very bottom of your soul. And you need to know that regardless to what you are experiencing, you know, gravitate to God's word. You know, he loved us. God loved us so much that he gave his son that died on the cross and he endured the suffering. He endured the shame that we might have eternal life and that we might have his joy. Hallelujah. That we might have his peace. So just be encouraged tonight. You know, and we know Thanksgiving is next week and uh, we will switch our lesson on next week to give scriptures on giving thanks and and how we should have a gratitude of thanksgiving. And um, so, but be encouraged tonight that if you don't have joy, examine yourself in your relationship with the Lord. You know, check yourself. When have you shared the gospel? When have you prayed? When have you fasted? When have you been in your word last? You know, all these things are contingent upon our joy as well. And we know the Holy Spirit indwells us and lives on the inside of us. But when we have no strength, we have no joy. So we thank God for joy is not based on what's happening, but it's based on the Spirit of Christ that lives on the inside of us. So if you have not accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, pray this prayer with me. Father God, I believe in your Son, Jesus. I believe that he died on the cross that I might be saved. Jesus, come and live on the inside of me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Wash me with your blood. Cleanse me and forgive me of all of my sins. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord my master, and my friend. And if you've accepted Jesus, the angels in heaven are rejoicing with you. I am rejoicing with you. Let someone know the greatest thing you have done was to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Let your mother, if they're still living, a father, your siblings, or a friend know that you've accepted Jesus. And if you're that backslider that's out there, just repent and ask God to forgive you for falling short and missing the mark. And just come home. <laughs> He's married to you as a backslider. He promised never to leave you nor to forsake us. He promised that he would, no one could pluck us out of his hand, but so many times we walk out of his hands. So I'm going to encourage you tonight, if you're that backslider, come home. Come back to the Lord. Prodigal son, prodigal daughter, come home. God is waiting for you. The people of God are waiting for you. Your family, your parents are waiting for you to come home. Don't let the devil continue to steal from you and to take away from you. Just remember that the thief comes to steal and to kill 
and to destroy. But God, Jesus says, but I came to give you life and life more abundantly. So whatever you do, always remember to tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord.